Welcome to My Orgasmic Life Podcast, a show that where we talk about sex, love, relationships, and kink. And of course, my favorite part, I share with you my very graphic, very juicy, and always entertaining orgasmic life. I'm Gaia Morissette, your hostess, and your holistic sexual wellness specialist, your trauma healer, your BDSM expert, and of course, your pro dominatrix. Mm. <laughs> the show was inspired to inspire you to support your orgasmic living. Remember, always check the content warning before you listen and make sure you're listening where no one else can hear it because you never, ever know what I'm going to say because I always come with an explicit graphic content warning. <laughs> now, strap in and enjoy the show. Well, hello, audience, who I'm very excited to spend some time with you. Uh, we're in the dungeon again, so if you want to watch that video, you're going to have to join us on FetLife because YouTube has banished me. <laughs> That's too sexy for YouTube. That is too sexy for YouTube. That's perfect. I love it. Um, so I'm with Mistress Dana, and uh, we are going to talk about why ejaculation fucks with the power dynamic oh the topic that the boys don't want to know no but unfortunately it's what we need to talk about thing. it's a thing it's a thing it's a very unfortunate thing but there are some upsides which i think we're going to get to in a different episode yes so stay tuned for that one exactly oh. okay so let's talk about why we're having this conversation we're having this conversation because Pretty much majority, not all of our clients, we have mm -hmm. some vagina owner clients, but most of our clients are penis owners. Mm -hmm. And uh, most penis owners um, happen to enjoy ejaculation. Surprising. Very much so. <laughs> and one of the things that don't usually happen, well, definitely doesn't happen in our dungeon, no. so it's a really important piece here, is that uh, boy penis owners usually do not get to ejaculate in our dungeon for a reason. Not because we are anti-ejaculate. No. Not because we are like, we don't like sperm. No. <laughs> Those are not the problems. Those are not the reasons. No. Right? So what do you think the reasons are? Well, I know. Oh, well, tell us. Tell right. us. So because as soon as a penis owner gets to ejaculate, they have trouble surrendering. It's true. It's very sad. <laughs> like if you guys could still, if you penis owners could still surrender after ejaculating, we might let that happen. Maybe. Possibly. Maybe. It entertained us. I don't know. You know, it would be like, it would be nice to have that option. Yes. Right. We can't have that option. So let me tell you a story. <laughs> <laughs> and I know he's going to be listening right now. <laughs> so one of my clients who uh is probably one of the most submissive men i have ever met he is perfectly trained he is a perfect little subby boy on every level whatsoever yep. he 
has no, he, he is definitely not one of my alpha subbies who are trying to top from the bottom all the time. It's not his nature. Yep. He wants to please me, actually please both of us, Yes. right? Um, and yet, here's what happened, okay? So he often is one of my demo dollies for my BDSM membership program. And in one episode, uh, I was talking about the power of orgasm control. And in order to have orgasm control, um, you need to be able to, you know, understand edging, getting the point of no return, being able to control your, your penis owner, <laughs> how they ejaculate when they ejaculate, otherwise from a power dynamic in kink. Right? You can't just let willy nilly let your subbies come all over the place. Like that's just out of control. So you gotta like know how to control it. And so he'd been my subby for at least a year at this point. And um, he'd never ejaculated in my presence. Not once. No. But we needed to do this from a camera perspective. Just double checking. Sorry, I got a thing that came up on the screen there. All right, we're all good. <laughs> um, so he, we needed to, for the very first time ever, he gets to ejaculate in front of me, but there's a purpose. We're, we're teaching demo dolly. It's important education that's happening. So he does really well, follows my instructions. He doesn't come until I give him permission. That's how trained he is as a oh. subby. And he's never, and like they said, he's been with me for over a year. And he's never ejaculated in my presence. So you can imagine how can, like excited he was about this process. Yes. As well as a little afraid of some performance anxiety going on for him. So he comes on demand, basically, which is beautiful. <laughs> then he changes. He goes from the most subby, submissive, whatever empress, I'm here for your great enjoyment to all of a sudden giving me a little attitude. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Mm -hmm. How did he turn, who is this dude? I've never even met this dude. That's the dude that happens after ejaculation. So that starts me to really understanding, like that's that I wanted to share that story because it's, it, it, it's just what happens. It's like yeah. the, once the ejaculate happens, there and there's first of all the arousal dissipates yes so as soon as the arousal dissipates the desire to serve you and to surrender to you is out with their cum goes out of their penis <laughs> left the building it's left the building all of a sudden they're like i'm not horny anymore so why would i want to please you uh, i'm not horny anymore why would i want to do this listen yeah. to you well, i'm not horny anymore um you're not bossing me And they don't mean to. And it's not a thing with intent. It's like, and there's no intent no. behind that no. at all. Even with when I, you know, give permission, it's interesting. Even when we, you know, I do some um, orgasm control where I will allow subbies to have orgasms at home or whatever. Then when I give them, so I've learned that if they're going to be able to do that, the privilege of me giving them permission to actually have an ejaculation is trying to train them to then they still got to list follow instructions. Uh -huh. So there's like, you ejaculate and then you're going to do X with your ejaculate. <laughs> and recently, same subby, 
he's a great example because he's so submissive mm -hmm. and would never say no to me ever it wouldn't even cross his mind and so recently i gave him the task of you know he's going to ejaculate and then i'm going to make him and i'm like then you got to smear your ejaculate on a plate and you're going to smear it all over your body and you're going to have to sit with it getting crusty for four hours then you can wash it off <laughs> so he was excited about doing it because oh I'm just giving you a task and I get to ejaculate. And then, you know, I'm not sure about the other part of it, but I'm sure it'll be fine. And he's so excited about it. And then once he ejaculated, he was like, oh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. It's gross. I don't want to do it. He's not horny anymore. But he's a good subby. He's a very well-trained subby. Mm -hmm. So he pushed through his, I don't want to do it. And then did it. And then really liked it as i knew he would so those are some of the examples that but I, he still didn't follow instructions because at oh, the four yeah. hour mark yes, right? right so this is the piece because yeah he got he, he was still doing that little bit of topping from the bottom because once he got past i don't like this then he did like it and then he decided to keep it on past the time you told him it's true which he missed out there's a whole bunch of reasons why i gave him four hours I didn't do it in the four hour time because i knew at the four hour mark he would really like it. And then if he went to wash it off, because he's supposed to wash it off, he would feel bad about washing off because he really liked it. And it would help to reinforce that we should do what Empress says all the time, even after we ejaculate. But he didn't. He then went mm -hmm. until eight hours or until he was going to go to bed, and then he washed it off. So there's still that piece mm -hmm. where he, if he had not ejaculated, he would have followed the instructions to the law. Yeah. And I have a story from, yes. So one of my clients has been, you know, hinting around and indicating like, he really like to be able to ejaculate and, you know, he likes that piece. And he's been respectful about, no, this is the rules that I have for the dungeon because it fucks with the power dynamic. So I'm like, okay. He also had on his list, <laughs> brought in, brought in a little post-it note of fur further requests <laughs> of things he would like to explore. So he puts on the list uh, being forced to eat his own ejaculate. Mm -hmm. Of course, I know, you know, that that is a subconscious way of, I get to ejaculate in front of her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no muffin. <laughs> That's not how that works. So, not in this dungeon anyways. No. <laughs> no. You have two incredibly powerful yeah. that understands human psychology. Uh -huh. There's no outsmart enough. Yes. No. Anyways, carry on. So. <laughs> So he had he had done something and I, I needed to inflict some punishment because he was out of line and so we were doing that um and then i brought in continued that kind of punishment in that it was like okay you get to ejaculate but not in front of me i made him go down the hall to the bathroom ejaculate into a dog dish and then bring it back and in the most humiliating way because i really wanted to just lock in about you know who's in charge we need to reclaim that mm -hmm. Um, and this is an alpha male. So yes, he is yeah. large and in charge in his world. So it is a little tougher. He really wants to surrender. He likes that piece. And he's been surrendering really well to me. But this dynamic has kind of changed it. So we get him in, we get the dog dish. I have him kneeling. I put my feet up on him. And then I'm like, okay, so you wanted to explore being forced to eat your own ejaculate. <laughs> Great. 
but he's already come. And so he doesn't want to do it. It's that same thing. Now he's not aroused. And so he did actually do it. But of course, lots of choking and you know, gagging. gagging and uh, yeah. it's off my list. It's off my list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we checked it off. Right. Good. That's done. Now we don't need to do that again. Um, but then when we tried to move into the rest of the, the scene and getting into some things, so I got into some rope bondage, which he really loves. And usually yeah. he drops so deeply with it. He couldn't surrender. No. And, you know, after, you know, 10 minutes of trying rope, he's like, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't just, he, he's so in his head, he's back into alpha mode. And it's that piece that that's the thing that as soon as that ejaculate happens, there's the change. And then you don't get to enjoy all of the beautiful pieces about being in the dungeon. Yes. And, and of course, just as a prelude to the future episode that we're going to do about alternate orgasm. Yes. He does get to have those. Yes. So, you know, just a little bit of a teaser and we'll go yes. into more greater detail in our other episode, but that there's so many different possibilities of pleasure possibilities when we let go of ejaculation. Yes. And so if you're listening and you're like, what are you talking about? Ejaculation <laughs> is orgasm. No, ejaculation happens simultaneously with an orgasmic release mm -hmm. and you can learn how to separate those two to have all sorts of different orgasmic releases without the ejaculation mm -hmm. and when you don't ejaculate you don't lose your energy you don't lose your arousal response mm -hmm. so you can still stay in that place of surrendering yeah and this client has said that to me he yeah. said he really likes the fact that the sessions, you know, he's not drained afterwards. He feels really good. He still gets to surrender. He still gets all of the benefit from it. But, you know, there's there's that hardwiring for penis owners to think that the ejaculate is the be all and end all, right? That's what we're conditioned and we're told, you know, porn, the scene ends when the man ejaculates. Yeah. Sex ends when ejac man ejaculates, the penis, penis owner ejaculates. ejaculates. Yes. It's like everything is sequenced to and it ends with yeah. penis ejaculation. And when you have that wiring so deeply, it, it again, it fucks with the power dynamic. Mm -hmm. So the other part of that power dynamic is that it is challenging for a penis owner to surrender and still be a man in our society. Yes. And so your so the penis owners drive masculinity uh power all of that comes from the virility of the penis mm -hmm. as what has been programmed <clears throat> in particular in north american culture so it's really challenging i would say it's more challenging for a man to walk through our dungeon doors and to drop into that submission than it is for the hardwiring of vagina owners of our whole life of surrender, mm -hmm. right? As a man in society, you're supposed to be large and in charge. You're always alpha. You're always the one that makes the decisions. You're sex, you're the instigator. You're the one that takes charge. Even the act of your penis going into our orifices hole whatever hole you're talking about mouth ass vagina there is still that power that happens in that moment uh -huh. 
which is what we get to feel when we get to put our cocks on yeah. and we get to penetrate boys. It's yes. like a, it, it is, it's a, it, ch- a deep, it changes. It changes. Yeah. And we don't, we don't ejaculate. So I can't imagine. I can't imagine how much of an asshole I'd be if I got to ejaculate. <laughs> I'm a pretty big asshole when I'm wearing my cock, right? I got that, 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 I'll just own that. I'm a hot, sexy, consensual asshole, but yes. an asshole nonetheless. Yes. Bobby the porn star. I'm sorry, Bobby the porn star. <laughs> dirty, very dirty. Dirty Bobby the porn star. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's the real reason that we don't allow that it's not even that we don't allow it it's just it doesn't serve what we're both trying to experience in the dungeon the submissive is struggling to walk through those doors and let go let go of their programming let go of the the fact that you know if another man were to see them would they respect them would they not respect them Mm -hmm. are they a sissy hell if we start adding like you know pegging to the situation or force cock sucking on my strap on or panty wearing all of these things are seen as less than and weak mm-hmm. and so it's already a challenge to let go of all of those pieces outside the world to come in to be able to receive that surrender and when you then ejaculate when the ejaculation happens then all of that work that was already so much at play basically takes over again and now you're like okay i'm a man again i'm in charge again you're not the boss of me because that's the programming that is there yeah it's 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 conditioning it is conditioning and so you know just to drive the point home this is really just about creating the space that they can have the surrender experience that they truly desire yeah and if they were able to still stay in surrender mode after then we probably would include that if we felt like it. If it entertains. Right. That's the important part. Yes. It's all about our entertainment. Now, <laughs> here's the thing, though. It can be trained. With lots of dedication. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a very expensive training. And it's a very painful training for everybody involved. <laughs> But it can be systematically like anything else. It can, we can help with the rewiring and the reprogramming so that ejaculation is just part of the experience and it doesn't need to take away from the surrendering and the submission stuff. But he said, that's a lot of training. Yeah. A lot of reprogramming, deep rooted yeah. stuff, commitment, big time commitment. Ever, all parties involved yeah and so you know that's something that you know i do offer at the next tier like you know we got different levels of commit commitment and exploration and at the very top is the exploration of ejaculation control and mastery but again that's a lot of work yeah but it's also a lot of fun yeah (laughs) but again it's there has to be the training to rewire that yeah in because it's wired it's hardwired and so, in the meantime in the meantime there are so many things that can be explored without that component and there's some really beautiful gifts of learning to separate your orgasm from your ejaculation in, as, as far as like health wise 
your energy level, having that be, you know, separated is a gift. It is because even if you were going to do the training part, you have to have all of those other skills. Yeah. So that it is a separate piece. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I I just, I just wanted to make the point that like, it's not like people are missing out. Mm -mm. Like that's the feedback that I get. They don't feel like they're missing out. They feel like they're able to explore deeper by removing that one component. Yes. That's the beautiful piece around when we let go of the attachment to the ejaculation, it frees everybody up to find all the ways that we can be sexually gratified and satisfied in all the different possibilities, mm-hmm. which we're going to do an episode on those possibilities. But without, but as long as there is the attachment to the ejaculation, which fucks with the pyrodynamic, fucks with sexual energy, fucks with everything, mm-hmm. right? Um, we can't get to how satisfying it is to feel the ropes, if you're into rope bondage, for example, to feel the ropes against your skin and tightening up and the restriction that they create. You can't, that's just to get, when we have ejaculation on the table, that's just to get to the ejaculation, Uh which means that you miss out on the fact that the ropes themselves are the surrender, are the sensation, Uh are the deep sexual gratification. You know, if you're a pain slut, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> pain sluts, welcome. Pain slut. I love my, I love pain sluts. Yes. They work really well. The masochists work really well with the sexual sadism. Yes. Yeah. It's a pairing. It's a very good, good pairing. Very. Win-win. Win-win. <laughs> um, so the pain slut can't truly embrace being the pain slut. Wow, there's an attachment to ejaculation. Very true. Because you can't drop fully into the pain. Because pain and ejaculation are different parts of your brain that are functioning. <laughs> so the part of you that's like, oh yeah, hit me harder, is not the part that's like, oh yeah, I'm just ready to blow my load. Like those two places in your brain don't, they're not, they're not, they can't mm-hmm. coexist with each other. Mm-hmm. But there's a beautiful place for if you've ever been able to receive pain in that really deep way where you drop in, you go to subspace, you go to this beautiful place, mm-hmm. your whole being is satisfied, your soul's satisfied, everything's quiet. If you can't get there if you're hoping that it's going to have a happy ending. You're hoping that there's going to be ejaculation. Your brain will never shut off mm-hmm. in order for your body to have that experience and those are just two quick examples of possibilities that you miss out on mm-hmm. when you're attached to the ejaculation yeah beautiful so here's what i lovingly invite you to do <laughs> one if you're going to reach out to a dominatrix find one that won't let you come <laughs> i one that won't be like Either of us. Either of us. We're very good at that. Yep. Um, even us together. It's like yep. double awesomeness. Or if you're doing your research and you're not in our area and whatever, mm-hmm. you don't resonate with us, which is fine. Make sure you're going to really want to drive, drop into surrender, kink, exploration. 
true exploration of your kinks. Mm -hmm. You want one, you want a dom that won't let you come, won't let you ejaculate. That's what you're looking for. You really want to surrender. You really want to experience all the kinky possibilities of pleasure and possibilities. You got to take ejaculation off the table. <laughs> I know it really fucking sucks. I'm sorry for you guys. <laughs> all right. Vagina owners, it doesn't work that way. Well, it does actually a little bit with ejaculation. If female ejaculation has a very similar effect actually oh. as um, male ejaculation where you lose your energy, but we're programmed to surrender in sex and receive in sex mm -hmm. in a different way because we have the holes. We don't have the pointy bits. So uh, as the whole owners, <laughs> we're very good at the, we're very receiving vessels. We're the receiving vessels. Um, so it doesn't take us, but if you eject, if you have female ejaculation, you do lose some of your sexual energy. But if you're having orgasms, all the other orgasms, it just heightens it and makes it more. So yes. So anything else you want to leave our audience with? No, with I think that's good. Let's call it a wrap. Yeah, it's call it a wrap. So moral of the story, hire somebody that won't let you come and it'll be worth it. <laughs> you're like, I don't fucking believe you. Trust me. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> hmm. Well. I hope today's episode inspired you, encouraged you, and of course, made you feel tingly inside. <laughs> I just want to take a moment to tell you how much I appreciate the time that you spend and how I really deeply appreciate you listening. I do it for you guys, the audience, and I love and adore you guys. So quick loving reminder, I am not available for naked pictures, getting married, having sex or having anybody's babies. And when you want to spend more time with me in a professional capacity as your coach, your teacher, your educator, your facilitator, um, you can reach me at GaiaMorissette.com. That's the gateway to all things Gaia. I also lovingly invite you to follow me on Instagram, which the handle is my orgasmic life podcast, where you can leave feedback and comments. Also come join me on Facebook, at my orgasmic life podcast, Facebook group. And I really want to hear from you. I want to know how this show affected you. Did you, what did you learn? Was it inspirational? Did you agree? Do you disagree? Um, you know, I want, I want to know because I'm a little bit of a voyeur. So I want to know what, how am I affecting you? <laughs> so please, please, please come leave some comments. Now, if you're like, but I don't want everybody to know what I'm thinking, which is okay. Sometimes we need privacy and we need to be anonymous. So you would like that option. We have that. Okay. Listeners. Until next time, may your life be filled with sexy exploration and orgasmic pleasure. Bye-bye.